What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm not feeling so well. So that's why this episode is delayed. And that's why I also sound like a piece of shit right now. But I wanted to get this episode out for you guys. So sorry for my raspy voice, but hopefully I'll be better in time for next week's episode. This week, I'm going to be giving some advice to listeners who wrote in about different issues that they're having. So let's get into the first question. This listener wrote in, Hey, I've been seeing someone since October and I really like him, but I can't support him anymore. I don't know if it's just my interpretation of things and my ego or if it's just the reality. But every time we talk, it's always about him. And when I try to talk to him about myself, he says, oh, me too. I've been through that kind of stuff. We were talking on the phone for over an hour and he didn't ask me how I was or what's up. The entire conversation was about him. Don't get me wrong, I love to hear people, but sometimes I need to be a little bit heard. In my last relationship, I was complaining that my ex never talked about him, and it was all about me, and now I'm complaining about the total opposite. How can I make him understand that that's how I feel? Okay, first off, you need to communicate that to him and let him know how you're feeling. I get that you're only a couple months into this, but if this is already bothering you this early on, then you either need to end it before you invest more time or you need to try and resolve it so it doesn't snowball into resentment and cause other issues down the road. This is a great opportunity to discuss this concern along with your love languages and your expectations and needs in a relationship if that's where you guys are going. I do want to point out that he might have ADHD that's undiagnosed. I was talking to my therapist a couple months ago and she said that a lot of adults aren't properly diagnosed because they manage to function enough throughout their childhood, teen and young adult years. And then they're never actually diagnosed as adults because they've just learned to deal with the symptoms of ADHD. ADHD. What you're describing sounds like hyperverbal speech. This may show up as a symptom of either ADHD or even anxiety. So either of those may cause a person to talk more than usual or speak very quickly when they feel most nervous. Excessive talking about themselves goes hand in hand with this, along with interrupting people, forgetting specific details of a conversation, going off topic or zoning out. You might think it's rude that they forget the small things of a conversation or they're talking over you or they're only talking about themselves. But honestly, it's something that's kind of out of their control. I know I'm guilty of doing this. Anyone who's had a conversation with me in real life can attest to my in-person storytelling skills. So while some people might think it's rude, just know that it's not personal. And a lot of times people with ADHD aren't even aware that they're doing it. I am undiagnosed, but I know I have ADHD. Um, I've talked to my therapist about it and I'm trying to get an appointment with a psychiatrist because you can't just do that through a therapist. It has to be a psychiatrist. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's, I wouldn't take it personal. So if you want to continue seeing him, then I would have the conversation and be upfront with how you're feeling because he might not even realize that there's an issue and what he's doing is offending you or bothering you. And hey, you may be able to help him get diagnosed with ADHD if he hasn't been diagnosed already. All right. The next listener wrote in, me and my girlfriend dated for four months before we found out she was pregnant. Three years later, our daughter is two and we're expecting our baby boy. Our relationship has blossomed so much. She has taught me so much that no other partner was able to break through. The only thing is that I'm still really bad at being romantic and gift situations like holidays and birthdays. I was wondering if there are any apps or websites I can follow for ideas because I'm a clueless human being. Any advice or info or any type of guidance would be greatly appreciated. 
All right. First, I would start off by creating an Amazon wish list. Have her create an Amazon wish list. Have her add all kinds of things that she likes and would want potentially. And she can continually add stuff to the list throughout the year. And then that way you can buy her things that she actually wants. And this will also help give you ideas for other things that she might like. I would also suggest making a Pinterest account. There are so many DIY gifts on there that you can make or eventually make with your kids for Mother's Day or other celebrations. Pinterest is also a great place for at-home date ideas. So depending if she prefers actual monetary gifts or her love language is spending quality time, you'll have all of your bases covered. Flowers and heartfelt cards are always a really nice gesture. Sometimes it's really not about something that's big and expensive. It's just about the thought and the effort of a handwritten note. And if she's a soon-to-be mom of two, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say a spa day is going to be a win. So a gift card to a spa could be a really nice gesture as well. So that's a great time to either hire a sitter or get a family member to watch the kids and just give her the day where she doesn't have to worry. If you're getting a sitter, you could also either take her to a nice dinner or you could go on a day trip somewhere fun, depending on where you live. So that way it's just time with you and her, because I feel like that happens with a lot of couples that I know that everything that they do revolves around their kids and they really don't spend just time with the two of them. So I feel like that's probably important for her as well. And that will help keep the romance alive in your relationship. Also, you can look through who she's following on Instagram and see what celebrities and influencers she's following so many influencers and celebrities have holiday gift guides or offer discount codes for products they endorse so there's a chance you might be able to find something there as well all right the next listener wrote in my boyfriend wants me to send him videos of me peeing and i don't know how i feel about it he's never asked for anything like this before but he recently started asking me to record and send him videos of me peeing every time i go to the bathroom The thing is, I have no problem with me showing him if that's what he's into. I just don't know if I want it to be recorded. We live far away because we go to different colleges and we can't really see each other. So it's not like we could do it in person. I just don't really know whether I should record it or just not do it because I really like him and I want to make him as happy as he makes me. But it just really freaks me out having stuff being recorded. I'm not sure what to do here. All right. If you don't feel comfortable sending those types of videos via text, then he should absolutely respect your boundaries. But if you're open to giving this a shot, then I would suggest setting up time where you can FaceTime with him while you're doing it. That way it's happening live. Or you could send him a video on Snapchat or use Instagram's chat feature that disappears after you view it. Or you can record it and send it and then unsend it after he sees it. Obviously, this is a kink that people can be very judgmental about. So I understand that you want to be discreet and don't necessarily want videos of you peeing floating around. But I personally wouldn't worry about a video like this because your face won't be in it and you don't have to have your hands or any other distinguishing features in it. And you also don't have to talk. So there is a way to send it. And it not, yes, like you can send it to him and he could be like, oh yeah, it's her. But like, there's really no proof at the end of the day. So I get your concerns and I get you wanting to be cautious, but this is a video that at least your face wouldn't be in it. But I would just suggest doing FaceTime or doing it through Snapchat or Instagram where you can have it disappear. 
All right. The next question. Is it weird for a guy to mention that they're into Dom sub on their dating profile? I've recently started using dating apps and realized that guys will write Dom sub in their profile sometimes. Is that weird? I'm not against the idea, but is it too much to mention in your profile? I personally don't think it's weird, especially because it's something I see more frequently now. Some people are on dating apps just for sex and some people don't like beating around the bush if there are specific things that they're looking for when dating someone. Before the whole Fifty Shades of Grey franchise came out, I feel like dom-sub relationships were less talked about and people definitely didn't put that in their profiles as much. But now it's a little bit more normalized and people are open to experimenting and wanting to incorporate that into their sex lives. I also think that some people don't want to waste their time or anyone else's because a lot of people still aren't into the BDSM world. So I think some people just put that in there to weed out the people that they don't want to match with dating apps are a lawless place they're much like the airport so i personally don't think it's weird because i've seen all kinds of crazy fucking shit on dating apps so for me personally if i was attracted to the guy and liked everything else in his profile and he had that he was into dom sub relationships on there i absolutely would match with him because it's something that i'm into and i feel like when i was just starting back onto dating apps i always knew i was into the whole dom sub dynamic and again it wasn't really talked about before the 50 shades of gray franchise came out or as it wasn't as open it wasn't as mainstream as it should have been and yeah i feel like for me it was always one of those things like where i did want to bring it up to people because it was something that like i mean i have two drawers of sex toys in my room i have rope i have a collar and a leash like I have all kinds of crazy shit and that scares some guys especially guys that are inexperienced or don't know about it or or just aren't into it because they feel that they have to meet certain standards so I feel like getting it out there and just putting what you're into out there isn't a bad thing but Also, on the flip side, I've said this before on the podcast many times where my therapist always sits there and says to me that I'm an oversharer. While I don't have that I'm into dom sub relationships on my profile, a lot of guys can kind of figure it out based on looking at my Instagram and stuff. But she always says, when you overshare, you don't give people a chance to get to know you, which, yes, that's true. So it just depends on kind of what you're looking for. Like, if you are looking at that and are like, okay, this person is like their focus is on sex and that's all they want, then yeah, then I, you might not want to match with them if you're truly looking for a meaningful relationship where you can date someone and take. Take your time and get to know them. If you're open to kind of a more casual fling and a fuck buddy and that kind of thing to see where things progress, then go for it. But you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt and figure out if it's something that you want to pursue with that person. Because if they're putting sexual things on their profile immediately, then the chances are that they're not looking for a very serious relationship right out the gate. So just tread cautiously. All right. The last question is, how do I get over always being ghosted? I have never been on a second date. I went on a date this weekend and this guy said he had a good time and wanted to go out again and then blocked me in the middle of the night. I went on a different date yesterday and the guy also said that he had a good time, but he texted me once since then. Then he left me on red. I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. How am I supposed to get a guy to actually want to go out with me? All right. So it's hard to say specifically if it's just bad luck or if it's something that you're specifically doing or saying wrong on dates. But either way, ghosting is a part of the dating world, unfortunately. 
I think ghosting really sucks and I think it's really cowardly. I used to get really bent out of shape about it in my 20s, but we all end up ghosting someone at some point. Even if you say you're not going to, you do. It's just, that's how things go. That's life. It's just like when people say, oh, I don't lie. Everyone fucking lies, all right? If you're dating, everyone fucking ghosts. It just is what it is. And honestly, I think it happens because so many people can't handle conflict nowadays, so they just ghost and stay out of the drama. Personally, I'd rather tell the person that I'm not interested anymore or just let the conversation naturally fizzle out because it does suck to meet someone face to face and spend time with them and then just get ghosted. Now, if you get ghosted and haven't met the person yet, I think that's a different scenario. Like, yes, you wasted some of your time, but you shouldn't be that invested yet without meeting. So if someone ghosts you without having met them, then that's a whole other conversation. And that's something that you just like really need to work through on a personal level. I've ghosted plenty of people that I haven't met yet because the conversation gets repetitive or it's boring or I can tell that they're just not into it and they're just keeping me on the radar. And then it comes to a time where I lose interest if things aren't progressing forward. So then I just stop responding to a point because I'm just not going to tolerate that. But if I meet someone face to face, I do try to actually tell the person, look, you're really nice, but I don't see this moving forward anywhere. My best advice is that people suck and dating is hard. So try not to take it too personal. It's more about them than you. People on dating apps are talking to so many people and everyone likes to keep their options open and their roster full. But sometimes we just don't make the cut and it is what it is. But the good news is there's plenty of people out there and just look at these bad dates as practice and ways to help make future dates better. It's just like going on a job interview. Just because you don't get the job doesn't mean that that interview went to waste. You should be able to pull something from that and learn from that and better yourself. So look at it that way. Another thing I want to point out is make sure that your profile is a true depiction of yourself and what you're looking for. A lot of guys I've met constantly stress how frustrating it is that girls put up edited photos or old photos when they were thinner or have too much makeup on that they look like a completely different person. So make sure all your pictures are from the last few months. Any picture that's over a year old on your profile is completely unacceptable in my opinion. Also, make sure you have a mix of photos. So do full body pictures, casual pictures with little or no makeup or a full face of makeup and so on. Do not Photoshop, edit, or use a filter on any of your photos. If you don't have the confidence about how you look and don't find yourself attractive without all the editing, then how do you expect the guy that you're going on a date with to find you attractive as well? Okay, you you ladies have to stop doing this. And I'm not saying guys aren't guilty of editing their photos. Guys lie about their height. They hat fish. They do all crazy shit, too. But ladies, I love you. But stop it, because the amount of guys that I talk to on a daily basis who complain about this shit is unfucking real okay it's gotta fucking stop like I'm all for look I get Botox I get filler I have fake eyelashes I'm a fake blonde like I'm all for doing shit but my photos I'm not sitting here contouring my face in some crazy way where I'm looking 15 pounds thinner or wearing a Spanx and a corset and photoshopping my legs to look like sticks when I'm a a plus size girl you know so you got guys have to stop that. So just make sure you're accurately representing yourself because yes, the pictures might get more matches, but you're going to be more disappointed by the in-person response to them meeting you. 
I did it once. I posted old photos. This was when I was gaining a ton of weight and I had posted photos and this guy came over to my house. We were just going to hook up and his face was horrified because I had put older photos up where I was a little bit thinner and I truly didn't look like that at that point in time. Like, yes, it was me and I wasn't doing crazy contour or filters on my face, but I had definitely gained a significant amount of weight and that that was a, a point for me where I was like, wow, I just need to own what I look like because I will never forget the look on that guy's face. And I was like, wow, who am I fucking kidding? One of my guy friends, he had said to me that he's literally gone to people's houses or on dates with women and their pictures are so bad that he's literally just walked away because they fully don't look like one single picture in their photo so yeah should he have just walked away probably not it's a little rude but at the same time I don't blame him if you're sitting there looking like one person and you don't even look like you're related to the person in the photos all right guys that wraps up this episode I hope you guys had a happy holidays and I hope you guys have a happy and healthy new year with your loved ones I know this time of year can be a little tough for some, so hang in there. It's almost over, and we're going to start a new year and get through this holiday season. Also, if you have a minute, please rate me five stars on Apple and Spotify. Spotify just came out with a rating system finally, so if you have Spotify or listen to me on there, don't forget to give me a rating. I would really, really appreciate it. Anyways, stay safe with all the corona spikes. As you know, I probably fucking have it for the millionth time. Enjoy your time off. And I love you guys. I'll chat with you soon. Bye.